It's a pineapple party. Oh, we got polyamory too. What's that? You want a kink fest? A little BDSM? Well, buckle up, buttercups, because we got that too. It's the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink Podcast. What is happening, everybody? It's your host, Pedro, along with the beautiful Miss Tink. Hi. So, we are here at Pandora's Resort. Yes, I made it. Yes, uh, we are in Crossville, Tennessee. It is the grand reopening. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a great show planned. We did. We really did. <laughs> um, unfortunately, two of our guests uh, drank a little bit too much. Had lots of sun. And just were not up to all the requirements that we were going to have for them for this show. Well, we had a lot planned and we had a whole new segment we were going to try to do for fun. And so there was definitely, there was a lot that was going to be required of them and it would have been a lot of fun, but we totally get it because we know what it's like going to resorts and having just a blast. Yes. Um, it was going to be a really great new segment, um, that was going to involve, uh, multiple people oh yeah we had like six of us yeah there's gonna be six of us we we're gonna be doing uh like basically like an icebreaker game that you would play at like a house party or something mm-hmm. so things were gonna get a little naughty um and a little funny so we're gonna have to try that again the next time we come up here oh heck yeah and hopefully, i was really looking forward to it yes and hopefully uh jeff and jessica will be down for it as well yes so We'll have to run that by them when they get back from their cruise. Must be nice to be on a cruise. They're having the time of their lives. Oh, yeah. You know, beautiful weather. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's, it's fucking so cold. 50 degrees here in Tennessee this weekend. I am doing the complete opposite of what I had imagined. I have more clothes on than I would have expected. And I'm glad I packed warm because I know the last time we were here, it was cold one night. So I learned from that. And I packed warm things, but I'm not happy about it. Yes. Um, And if you're wondering why the audio quality is a little bit off on this show, we are recording on the couch of a camper. Yep. Juan, the pool boy, and Sybil were nice enough to let us stay here this weekend with them. And we are using their camper to record. So, uh, you know, we're trying to make do with what we got. So I apologize in advance for any... uh, audio issues that we may have in this episode but uh let's go ahead and get into our swing topic for this week which is going to revolve around being at a resort like this Mm -hmm. uh so it's a swing resort not just a nudist campground um so that means we're here to party and we're here to meet people and to swing now what type of expectations do you have tink when you come to a place like this well i'm not gonna lie i tend to kind of feel a little bit nervous when we come to places like this because one you usually are nude um and it tends to have a lot of people kind of gravitate towards me and i may or may not be interested because i'm not that type to jump somebody right away just by their appearance and like the first moment of talking that doesn't give me enough time to be like yeah i want to fuck you or not 
So sometimes I get a little bit nervous about it, um, but I'm still enjoying myself. Um, I just kind of, you know, take take my time as I go about, you know, kind of settling in once we get checked in. Right. And like me personally, when we come to a place like this, I don't really have any expectations. Um, but I think that's the man in me. Yeah. Because as we've talked about in the past, men don't usually have the opportunity that you females do. So like us ladies have a lot more opportunities thrown at us, but yeah, I mean other females or by males. Yeah. I mean, you can pretty much just say, Hey, I want to fuck you. And people will be like, okay, where that's not the case for us men. So I come in with the attitude of, I'm happy I'm going to be in this environment. You know, I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going to party. I'm going to mingle. I'm going to meet people. And that's really all I can do as a man. You know, do I hope I get to meet someone I'm attracted to and potentially play? Absolutely. But I don't go into it thinking that's going to happen because then when it doesn't, I don't feel let down. Right. And, and we've kind of touched on that before about kind of not having any expectations of anything. And I think that kind of helps not to be as nervous too, just because if you're going at it where you're just coming to have a good time, relax, enjoy the environment, enjoy yourself and get to just do your own thing because you don't really get to do that outside of going to a resort like this then not having any expectations allows you to just take in everything and enjoy every aspect of it. Yes. And there's tons of people that you can meet at places like this. Um, Some you'll mesh really well with others. You know, you kind of get that like, okay, it was nice talking to you and you try to move on as quick as possible. Yeah. Um, But that's anywhere you go. And as long as you don't let, you know, the people that, you may not really want to be socializing with, mm-hmm. you know, get under your skin and, you know, you don't let them pressure you because you can do that politely. Yeah. You know, just excuse yourself or, you know, kind of uh, give a firm, you know, thank you, but I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. Um, then you can have a much better time because I think a lot of new people go to these things and, they do feel pressured from people that may be in the lifestyle for a lot longer. And, you know, they're the type that they block out a certain amount of time each month to go to these things and they Mm want to play. That's their only goal is to play. And as long as you can kind of navigate around those people, if that's not your scene, you can have a great time. Even if you don't play with anyone, but your own partner. Right. And I think, too, the the people who are newer to the lifestyle have more of that they're, they're not really sure, like, how to take everybody. And the people who've been in it longer, you know, they've kind of learned what works for them and they ride with that. And the newer people may not be totally accepting on that. Yeah, for sure. Um, when we first started... I feel like I was the more outgoing one mm-hmm. because you were so reserved. I was very reserved. So I kind of had to be that, you know, outgoing extrovert to kind of 
get us in front of people that we may be interested in. Yeah. Because you just kind of stood there like... Kind of like a deer in headlights. Yeah. (laughs) Where now, I mean, you can go off on your own, you socialize, Mm -hmm. you know, like you'll talk to whoever, and I can kind of be myself and be that laid back, you know, easygoing person and not have to worry about being the one to make things happen. Yeah. You know, because that's not really me. I'm not the aggressor. No, you want things to naturally occur and just have it happen without like a a set plan. Yes, for sure. Because if things happen organically, I feel it's a much better experience for everyone involved where if someone kind of pressures the other into doing something it's not always uh top quality <laughs> time spent you know because it's just here's my mission you know mm-hmm. we're gonna go fuck me as a guy i'm gonna get off i mean that's just a given right. but if we haven't really you know laid the groundwork for that mental connection i don't know what you want I'm not going to be able to, you know, fulfill your needs, you know, most likely. I'm not saying no one can ever just meet someone, fuck, and have a great fuck session. No. But for me, it's not been very often that that happens. I think another thing is, too, is if it's planned, then there is literally a 90% chance that something something will fuck it up. Yeah, I mean, kind of like our podcast for this weekend. Yeah. You know, we had it planned out. We had a, you know, a great plan. And at the very last minute, it went to shit. Yeah. So, and I'm really bummed because two of the guests that we were going to have were people that I actually did a little play with. Oh, yeah. So So you actually had some kind of a, a... build up of connections with both of them. Right. So I really wanted to get them on the show mm-hmm. to talk about that. Oh, that would have been awesome. But, you know, because the female of the one couple got sick, mm-hmm. you know, I figured I, I, I wasn't going to try to get just the one female on to give their a, account for both of them. Right. Because I didn't think that was fair. Yeah, it would have been nice that to, I think maybe if we can get them together again to have them be on together and be able to go back and forth on it. I think that would be cool because people that listen to the show, they know, you know, I'm into BDSM and all that, mm-hmm. but they've only ever heard of situations and, and scenes that we've done between me and you. Right. They and- don't know that I play with other people like that as well. Mm-hmm. So I was really looking forward to that in the King and BDSM session today, but maybe another time. I think it, it could potentially happen another time. Yeah, so... Um, I do actually have a question for you. What? Since I wasn't able to get up here right away, and you had like a whole day here... Yes. How was your expectations coming to this resort with me not with you at the same time? Honestly, I just was coming up here to see Juan and Sybil. Like, that was my main expectation, was just to come hang out with our friends. 
because being, you know, the quote unquote single guy mm-hmm. and appear now under the new management, single men are not allowed unless they are sponsored by someone already staying here. People that are already members. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really expect, you know, that the women were going to be like, oh, my God, Pedro, you know, like I did not expect that at all. Um, But I was pleasantly surprised when I did make a connection late Friday night, Mm -hmm. you know, between a woman that I've never met before. The other one was Sybil. So, I mean, we have an established relationship already. Right. Um. But meeting that woman that I've never met and getting to do a little bit of play with her was definitely, uh, like, kind of shocking for me. Okay. So that is something I'm not used to. Like, when I'm alone, it's usually, I'm just here for, you know, a good time and I'm going to enjoy the party atmosphere and all that. Mm-hmm. So other than that, though, it's just another day for me well i'm glad that you know this time it was a little bit different and you kind of got a taste of you know having a connection occur where you weren't expecting it to and you kind of you know had your own thing that you got to do it was kind of nice uh but at the same time i mean i wasn't looking to play Mm -hmm. just because I, i don't know like i know we play separate, but I just did not feel like that was going to be a thing here this weekend. Oh, okay. Like you just kind of had that, that gut feeling where you're just like, um, I mean, as much as you're not planning for anything, you weren't really foreseeing that occurrence happening. Yeah. I mean, if anything, I would have thought that I would have played with like, say, uh, you know, Sybil, and Juan, like maybe as like a third or oh, something. Okay. Yeah. Or like maybe uh, Sybil and I would have done something. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think I'd meet anybody outside of my own friend group. Hmm. Well, that's pretty awesome, though, that you did, though. Cause yes. That's kind of, you know, where when you've been in this for so long now that, you know, having something like that that never really occur, just ever like have it start happening to occur is kind of cool because you know it's different it's not the normal and you know just kind of see how you do you know on your own without us doing things together well the only thing that i can say that i'm not surprised by is the fact that uh, this woman was a little bit older than me Okay, you know she's in her 50s well she looks great she does look great. I mean, not even saying that she doesn't, you know, she's a smoke show, but I have pretty good luck when it comes to women that are older than me. I, yeah, you definitely do. I cannot say out of any of the women that you have spoken to that are older than you, all of them have been smoke shows. Yes. And I mean, I'm happy with that. Like, I don't I'm care happy for you for that, because like, I mean, it's it's not your it's not the the group you go towards, but you are more 
you like to be with them because they want you and they show you that they're interested where the ones that you are usually attracted to and wanting to play with don't really seem to give you that. They only give you that like, I just want that quick fuck kind of thing. And you're not always about that if you don't get that connection and that little bit more of like an emotional uh, attraction to them. Yeah, and that was one thing. I mean, leading up to what we're going to talk about on the Kink and BDSM uh, segment, Mm -hmm. leading up to that moment, I mean, we had spoken and we danced a little bit at the club, Mm -hmm. but that was it. Like, we weren't like flirting real heavy or anything like that. It, It wasn't like, you know... I or she was trying to make anything happen. Okay. It was just, we were being friendly. Mm-hmm. You know, her husband doesn't like to dance. She was out there dancing, and I went out and danced with her. Mm-hmm. And that's how it all started, but it was just innocent. Like, it wasn't me trying to get in her pants or anything. Right. Well, the, that kind of goes back to that organic organic buildup that you kind of need for an encounter to even happen. Yeah, and I liked that it went that way. You know, it, like there was no forcefulness. Mm-hmm. And even when the little bit of play that we did do happened, it was because her husband told me like, "Hey, go do this." Uh, oh. You know, because right. I was just being a top right in that scenario okay. I wasn't trying to be sexual at all like I was just trying to give her what she wanted out of that scene yeah out of okay. that play scene so to have her husband say you know hey why don't you uh go take care of that now hmm. you know and what did you think when he said that um to be honest I didn't know but I figured just using my hands was perfectly okay. Okay. You know, and I wasn't going to sit there and be like, oh, can I fuck her? Yeah. Because that's not me. Like, no, that is definitely not you. You would not go that way. Like, if he doesn't say, you know, hey, she'd probably like it if you went down on her or if, you know, you just bent her over and fucked the shit out of her, I'm not going to do that. No. So I went the safe route and. I fingered her until she got off, which took about a minute and a half. Well, damn. And I will say that... You do have those magic fingers. <laughs> I'm going to pat myself on the back because when I was done, she turned around and looked at me and she's like, what the fuck did you just do? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Because, really? Yeah. That is awesome. I wish I was there to have witnessed that because like, I would have loved to see her turn around and the look she gave you. Yeah, it, it, it was, and I was looking at her husband as she was coming. Okay. Because she was up against the cross, uh-huh. like her face against the cross, ass sticking out. Okay, so she's not facing anybody. It faces no. the wall? Yeah. Okay. And her husband was behind us, sitting on like a little bed thing. Okay. And I was on her, her left side with one finger in her and my other hand like on her clit okay so i was kind of like reached around on both sides right 
And as she was coming, I was just looking at her husband because I saw his face kind of drop like, holy shit, this is happening already. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he thought it was going to take a lot longer. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, shit, did I do something wrong? Right. You know? You're like, oh, shit, I just made her come really fast. Was this not normal for her? Yeah. <laughs> so, but that was really fun. And I don't want to give too much away about that because we got to talk about it in the King of BDSM segment. But I'll just say that it was a pleasant surprise to actually get to do something when I was here by myself Yeah, and someone actually wanted to do something with me. Well, I'm happy that you're able to do that and you could kind of, you know, be not distracted that I wasn't there, but you could just kind of feel like you could do your own thing and not really worry or feel like, you know, I was left out or anything. Like you could just have fun and that's what you need to do. And I mean, like I know, that if I do play without you here or like without you being around Mm -hmm. that you're okay with it and you know I'm not just gonna like jump on anything yeah like you trust my judgment of who I play with yeah so like that didn't go through my mind at all I was just wanting to have a good time and it just so happened that an opportunity came up and I was able to do a little something. I wanted to do more. Mm-hmm. But by that time, I was just so tired already. Yeah. Because I had done two uh, flogging demonstrations, which we're going to talk about here. Oh. So I was flogging for over an hour. Oh, yeah. that That's definitely going to wear you out. So, and it was already like 2 a.m. Oh, damn. So as much as I would have loved to, you know have made more happen i also knew i would have had to have done something with sybil uh as well and i did not have the energy for two extremely horny women (laughs) no i I can just picture it would be like the scenario when we when we had like two girls and you had to fuck both of us side by side that's basically what that would be the equivalent to yeah Except these are women in their 50s who, you know... Have very high sex drives. Are like nymphos. Yes. So, I bowed out, you know, I just was totally honest with them, and I was like, hey, I would love to do more, Mm -hmm. but I'm I'm not going to be able to give you what you need tonight, like... Well, I think that would probably was a very... The best way you could probably say that, you know, because, I mean, they'd understand. I mean, you went... And did a whole flogging thing. Yeah, and it sucks because uh, in, in my head, I'm like, this is your chance. Like, you know? I can do it. Just suck it up. Yeah. I can do it. <laughs> like, you've been to so many events and you never get this fucking opportunity. And you're fucking it up. Oh. But at the same time, I didn't want to give a half-assed performance and then... The woman that I've never met before, I didn't want her to be like, oh, well, that was bullshit. You know? I get that. Like, and she's a regular here. So So you're I'm, like, I'm I'm sure I'm going to see her again. I will have another opportunity, I'm sure. Okay. Because she made it very clear that she wanted more as well. Okay. <laughs> so in the future, I will give her a good time mm-hmm. that, you know, we can both be happy with. Yeah. And not just me getting off and being like, 
that was great. You know, because I feel like that's what would have happened last night. Okay. I probably would have lasted 10 minutes, you know, between the two of them. And they both would have been sitting there going like, uh. Like, I'm not done. <laughs> you better uh, have some more for me because <laughs> that's bullshit. <laughs> so. Well, um, I'm sure that there's going to be more opportunities for that to end the way you would have liked it to. Yeah. So we will just have to see and you listeners will have to tune in to find out what happens with the uh, smoking hot 50 something year old. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're going to go into the next segment, which is pre-recorded. So if it sounds a little off, that's because we recorded it on uh, the deck of the camper (laughs) outside (laughs) in the woods. So in the woods, so, so we had the party in the background, some yeah. birds and some dogs barking. Yeah, I think somebody drove by on a side-by-side. Yeah, I don't know. know. <laughs> um, but we'll be talking with the new owners of Pandora's Resort. Yes, it was a very great It was a great conversation, and I really enjoyed that. Yep, so we're going to edit that in, but when we come back to tonight's <laughs> part of the episode, you're going to hear the kink segment. All right, so we are here with the new owners of Pandora's Resort, which was formerly Pandora's Forest in Crossville, Tennessee. Um, John and his wife, Gwen, thank you guys for being here with us tonight. Oh, pleasure to be here, man. And we're happy to be here because we came here like three or four times last season, Mm -hmm. and we fell in love with the place. It was like our home away from home. it, It was, but... It needed a lot of updating. You know, it was kind of getting to that point of... It needed some revamping. Yeah. You're being very kind. (laughs) Well, you know... It was a wreck. (laughs) It was a wreck. Yeah. But the atmosphere was great. The people Mm -hmm. were great for the most part. Um, But since you guys came in, you've done a lot of sprucing up. Um, You've repainted a bunch of stuff. You cleared a bunch of, you know... The There's old trees and stuff. Of land up front. Um, it looks beautiful. You guys are doing Thank a you. great job. Appreciate that. Um, the cabins look amazing. I love them. You know, it yeah. went from just plain bare wood to now they're painted. You know, you'd spruce up They've the insides. Got some character now. I like it. Yeah, like it's very nice. Um, so, how long have you guys been in the lifestyle? It'll be a year in August. A year in August. Yes. And what got you into the lifestyle? <laughs> My bucket list. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, we, uh, I always wanted to go to a nudist camp. It was okay. The bucket list thing. And, you know, I'd bug her about it, and she's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And uh, one Sunday, she said, you, you really want to fulfill that bucket list? I said, yeah. She says, there's a nudist camp right here in Murfreesboro. I said, you got to be kidding me. So, bam, we're off to the races, you know. So we go into the nudist camp, and I'm looking around. She's driving. She's nervous. I'm just looking at everybody. I mean, there's a dozen people playing naked volleyball and all that. <laughs> Damn, that's pretty cool. You know? That's a good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we both got up, went in there, and talked to the lady, and uh, it was a great conversation. She was joining right in and all this. And I said, oh, that's cool. And paid our money, grabbed our towels, went back out to the car to get Get naked. So I said, "You ready?" She says, "I'm not going." <laughs> I said, "What?" 
She said, nope, I'm not going. I said, we just paid her money. Why didn't you tell me this a few minutes ago? <laughs> so long story short, I said, what the hell with it? I'm going. So I tripped right down to my birthday suit, <laughs> threw my towel over my shoulder, and I just trucked right on off through there. And uh, it was really great. It was nothing like I expected. Nothing like I expected. It was just no judgmentals, and uh, people were great. And it was just uh, a new kind of freedom. That's the big thing that yeah. we've said, too. Like, when we first went to our first nudist uh, resort, which was Caliente. Oh, um, that's a nice one here. Oh, it, it's, it's very nice. Very nice, yeah. but very expensive. Yeah. For us po folk, <laughs> it's very expensive. It's one of those you do that, like, once every few years, not yeah. every year. <laughs> but we had been in the lifestyle for six years at that point. Yeah. And... So being naked wasn't new to us, but being naked all the time was. Yeah. But it was definitely, you know, that freeing uh, feeling of just, yeah. I don't care about anything right now. That's right. It like was putting the it to best. the man and all the, yeah. the violence and the boundaries they put on you. you know? Yeah. So what happened when he walked in? Yeah, what did you do? What did you do? For how long? Because he was up there. And he came back, and he didn't stay long. He stayed a little she while. She was mad. <laughs> and, uh, I know how that is, John. I'm not real dumb. Well, <laughs> he don't tell the whole story. He's like, <laughs> I, he's, I was like, well, let's just drive up there. I wasn't expecting him to stay and get out because you just don't spring that on somebody. And he did. And so I was mad, and I went back home, and I fumed for a little while. And uh, the next week, was it next weekend or the weekend after, I guess? Very shortly after that. I, call, I said, let's, okay, let's go. And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah. You just don't spring it on somebody. We decide to go, we'll go. So we went back up there, and he, I think, was hesitant and didn't think I was going to do anything. And uh, Understandably. Yeah. And we pull up, and he pays, and we get out, pull the car up, and we get out, and I get out. And he walks around the car, and I'm already naked. She All right. Like, Freaking naked if I get my shoes off. Of <laughs> and I said, okay. I said, well. Just well. get everything together and let's go and so I take off walking and he's right behind me and I meet this guy and he's naked and standing there and we're talking and he walks up and he's like okay she's just in there talking to naked guy <laughs> which is kind of a strange sensation for the first time you know there's my wife I guess naked here's this guy they're just talking like you know like normal like normal yeah and, and so that was your first experience seeing your wife mm-hmm. Naked next to another man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was wanting to know how to get his wife and convince his wife to come out there. <laughs> so. But anyway, she fell in love with she. She absolutely oh, yeah. loved it. So. Yeah. And then, so you went from the nudist resort. So how did you get into like the swing lifestyle yeah. aspect of it? The nudist resort was boring after a while. I mean, you can only be right. naked and lay around there for so long. They were very judgmental, yeah. and I couldn't even. Show any affection yeah. to her, you know. They, oh yeah, that's a big. That was one thing I always found weird too. Like when we went to Caliente, like they were really kind of weird about how much affection you showed with right. each other, and it's like, well, this is my partner anyway. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like, and then like they had the rule like not doing anything in the pool, which yeah. I, I found out why. Which I'm sure you guys know now, having a campground. But to get your nudist resorts of America certification or whatever, you can't have any PDA. You can't, you know, have any sexual acts happening at all um because the place that we go to up in pennsylvania uh sunny rest mm-hmm. they are a nudist campground mm-hmm. 
but it's family oriented, so you could bring yeah. your your yeah. your brand new baby all the way up until you know eighteen, as far as right. you consider your child in your house, kind of thing. But the crazy thing is, it is very swingerish. Like, yes, <laughs> the majority of people right, yes. are swingers there. Yeah, yeah. but they, they get the weekenders that come in that are just nudist, mm-hmm. so they have to abide by. You know the national guidelines to keep their certification, which I'm assuming has something to do with like with their insurance and stuff like that to keep it lower. But I mean, I'm just guessing, but I can't really see why you would have these strict rules yeah. if yeah. it didn't have something to do with yeah. money. Mm-hmm. Well, he, we, yeah. we were there, and they were very. I mean, if he touched me, they were all like, <laughs> "Oh, you know, don't touch her!" My Gosh, goodness. We're like, okay. <laughs> so what do we do? Stay here? <laughs> so uh, we kind of got bored with that really yeah, quick. We did. And then we looked around. She found yeah. another one close by. Yeah. And it was a little more into the swing lifestyle. Mm. So we decided to go down there. And uh, we actually liked it. We, we started meeting there. all the people. And it's just a completely different atmosphere. More friendly. Oh, yeah. very friendly. More family-like, actually. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And... Uh, so we had a great time there, yeah. but there were some issues with that, and uh, mostly in cleanliness and mostly mm-hmm. in being a nice, uh, a nice place you'd like to go, mm-hmm. you know, that you're proud of, that you right. want to be there. Right. You don't want to feel like you have to take a shower as soon as you get out of there. You know what <laughs> no. I mean? <laughs> but uh, we stayed there for a while, and uh, everybody there kept talking about Pandora's. It's, it was so funny. I didn't they? everybody talked about Pandora's? It's like it's like a woman that you loved and lost. And <laughs> I get over. I kid Every conversation was about Pandora's. So we and we've never been here. No, so. never. But we sure got our curiosity up. She and wanted every, to go by and see it. You know, everybody was like, "Have you been to Pandora's?" And no. Well, you know, they're close. And everybody talked about it. It was mm-hmm. like they couldn't get that connection away from it. And mm-hmm. then so we were both just like, "Oh, we got to see this yeah, place." We see this place. Mm-hmm. So. But we couldn't see it. No, it was, uh, it was all locked up and everything. But uh, they continued to talk about it, continued to talk about it. We, and somewhere down through the, all this, she decided she wanted to own one. So she talked to me and said, let's buy one. And we fix it up the way we want. Okay. So here we go. I was going to buy the one we were at, but didn't even know it was up for sale. Then they sold it to a, to somebody else, and uh, that is not in the lifestyle. And I don't think they... I don't think they'll leave. It I don't that think way. they even like people in the lifestyle, and I think they're changing it all the way around. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So in the meantime, we'd contacted the owners of Pandora's and said, "Hey, long shot. If you ever decide you want to sell it, contact me." Mm-hmm. My God, they contacted me, mm-hmm. so uh, we cut a deal. Mm-hmm. And as soon as over there at uh, the other place found out we'd bought this, I got kicked out real quick and real really, quick. really. Oh yeah, they kicked me out quick. So they basically saw you as like competition, and then they're like, yeah. no. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, which we are a competition. I mean, we're getting all kinds of their yeah. people in here now. Mm-hmm. That's the main reason we bought one was yeah. to, it just nobody was nice enough, or nobody was it just not even nice, just clean. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Some place that people would love to appreciate to come and not think they're like doing something wrong or dirty or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's been in the contracting business for years and oh, yeah. I've done all this I've decorated all those houses and all that stuff so I was like well, let's just open one and do our creativity in a resort well I'm really glad that you made the new playroom here oh, yes. yeah. because oh. 
that alone, you know. I've been thanked so many times for that. <laughs> yeah, because that old playroom, it was oh. falling down. Oh, yeah. You know, it looked it looked like you were saying you need to go take a shower yeah. after you yeah. got out of there. Yeah. Whether you played or not. Yeah. It gave you that feeling when you walked in and you didn't even have to sit down or or nothing. You were just kind of like, all right, I'm going to go back and get showered. But the beatenest thing about this place is when we finally had the opportunity to drive up here and see it, we went through the gates. It's like just something just went. Like a light bulb. Yeah, just like, it's like Pandora said, I choose you. If if that makes any kind of sense. Yes, it does. I told her, I said, this is it. And now we place. see why everybody talked about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I feel like we kind of had that same moment the first time that we came here. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. people do. We found this place on a whim, you know, because we were just trying to find someplace somewhat close. Yeah. Because that, we didn't want to go back to Caliente because how expensive it was. I mean, we would have loved it, but we're like, okay, can we find something that's closer to home that is still far enough away but it's not going to be like, okay, it's going to cost us a bunch of fuel. We're going to have to fly or anything like that. And then I think you found it just looking yeah, I, on I, Google. Yeah, I found it on Google. And I'm like, hey, you want to go lay by the, the pool with your tits out? We can go to Tennessee. You know. <laughs> and I was like, sure. And he's like, it, it looks like it's like in a wooded area. And I was like, I'm fine with that because like we lived in a camper before. So I'm like, it's going to be like home. <laughs> Yep. So we came up here, and, like, the first time driving through the driveway, you know. It was so cool. It, it was a forest, you know, then. Yeah, yeah. Like, the name fit, you know, yeah. at the time. And it was kind of like, man, where is this place? Because the road like, seemed like it went it forever. Yeah. And then when we got back here, it was like, oh, wow. Like, yeah. It, like, opened this up to this here. little, like. Community. Yeah, it was a little yeah. community. Mm-hmm. And since day one that we were here, I mean. Everyone made us feel super welcome, mm-hmm. and we, we didn't have like the pushy people that you get at yeah. some other places. Um, I'm not going to allow that, and, and that's good because like people that are just starting out in the swing lifestyle, that is like the number one turnoff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's a turnoff for everybody, I think, but for the newbies, yeah, if they get someone who's real pushy and tries to cross their boundaries and stuff like that they can just be like you know what fuck this i am not gonna put up with this mm-hmm. yeah. and not only does it give swinging a bad name it gives the place they're at a bad name even if you know it has nothing to do with the actual place yeah they're gonna go around telling all their friends oh i was at you know so-and-so place and want to go there yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so we didn't have that there was a couple of the older uh, guys that used to live here that weren't pushy, but they kind of had that creeper vibe I was just going say, on. There was a creeper vibe <laughs> where I would be like, I would sit kind of close to him, yeah, or like us yeah. girls would walk together <laughs> and just like be a, like as we're walking by, just a small like, hi, how you doing? But we had like a destination we were heading towards, <laughs> and it was not stopping there. Yeah, you guys like that, you think out in a vanilla world or wearing oh, yeah. raincoats. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I I think the biggest issue this place had before you guys bought it was that they did just let anybody in, mm-hmm. you know. There so wasn't, there was, like, a real vetting process. And there was a lot of single males yeah. that would come, you know, spend the weekend or the night or whatever, and you, you can't it's really... Booze and young men is not a good combination. No. Exactly. And the last time that we were here, which is the weekend they closed this place down, mm-hmm. um, there was an incident, you know, that 
uh, myself and a friend of mine that was here had to help take care of as far as like security reasons. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And the old owner could care less, like didn't give a shit. So later that night is when we found out the place was closing and we're like, Oh, well that's why he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. You know? So I'm kind of glad that things went the way they did because even though we love this place, if the owners don't care about it, it's not going to be successful. Right. It's not going to be taken care of. Yeah. So run into ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's basically what was happening, mm-hmm. you know, because he wasn't putting any money back into this place, mm-hmm. even though it was packed every weekend. Oh, it was completely packed. Really? Yeah, it was sold out pretty like, much every. All weekend. the camping spots for just tents was packed that whole section, and every camping, like if you put a camper in, those were filled. Cabins were full. Cabins were full. Um, they were trying to make places yeah. that weren't even like there was no hookup for them for like your your black water or anything. <laughs> you, they were just gonna be like, well, we can fit you here. <laughs> yeah. So wow, he was just taking the money, yeah, yeah. and just trying to get as much of it as he could before he left. And you know, well, the first meeting I had with everybody when we took it over it was kind of a meet and greet. Okay, and uh, they wanted to know my rules, and I laid them down: no hard drugs, period. Mm-hmm. We got to hear so fast you can't see straight. Mm-hmm. No smoking in any of our buildings. Uh, no means absolutely no. And no single males. The way we've got it with single males is you have to be sponsored by somebody okay. who's already here. And if they sponsor you, we'll give you a shot. But that doesn't mean we're going to let you join. You're going to have to still come in for your few times. Because, I mean, there's a place in the lifestyle for single males. Of course, mm-hmm. yeah. But not all of them. Oh, yeah. And uh, if you're aggressive at all, you're out of here. Mm-hmm. really fast we have security at our big parties so we make sure it's safe if i can't go to bed feeling safe about my wife being up there then uh and that's caused me to feel like that's fixing to leave quick and that's a great way to be because yeah. if you don't feel safe for your wife then how are all the other right, women going to be the people that are paying to be here right they're paying don't feel that sure way they're having a good time yep. and uh and that they're, they're safe mm-hmm. exactly like I tell them that, you know this is a fantasy island here yep. yeah. we leave the real world you're not coming here to drum. I want to make sure of that. And so, as people in the lifestyle, we appreciate that. Well, so th- thank you for providing another space, you know, for those of us in the lifestyle to come and enjoy because, you know, it's getting harder and harder to find, even though the lifestyle is getting more popular. Yeah. It's it's harder in the South to find oh, it. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, we're originally from Pennsylvania, so it was a lot more acceptable up there. Really? versus where we're at now oh, now yeah. like we've got two spots and we don't go to any of them because their demographic isn't really ours and we don't really like the club space we like more of like the resort and hotel takeovers yeah. um so coming to like a place like this is more our speed Good. so Good. this is you know a couple hours from home but it's the closest we can find yeah yeah, yeah. and i don't mind driving the three and a half hours no I mean, yeah, like it's something that i could do every weekend if I could mm-hmm. yeah. because to me it's worth it yeah. to have a place that's clean mm-hmm. friendly mm-hmm. and safe you know and, and especially for her because if there's a weekend I can't come up and she wants to mm-hmm. I want her to be able to come up and have fun yeah. without getting a phone call you yeah, know exactly. at 12 o'clock at night going so and so tried doing this or whatever and then I got to drive three and a half hours yeah. to come take care of it yeah. I don't want that reputation <clears throat> We have great plans for this place. Oh, yeah. uh, we're just now getting it open. 
because you know the lodge burnt down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we built a new playroom where the lodge used to be. We've revamped the uh, existing clubhouse and then uh, redid all the, the bathhouses and uh, put in two brand new septic systems in here. Which was an issue last year. <laughs> I was just going to say, that was definitely needed. <laughs> yeah, that's what I understand. <laughs> First thing I did was take care of that and yeah. some electrical issues that we had that I've taken care of. But we're going to build another lodge. Okay. We're actually going to start putting some uh, suites in. Okay. Luxury suites. we got the penthouse right now, which will be ready by the 4th of July. And um, we'll build the clubhouse. I'm thinking about the new clubhouse, which will be... We'll have a place for massages and saunas and things like that because we really do want to upscale this. So, and uh, the existing one that we got now, I think we're going to turn into about six luxury suites just overlooking the pool. Oh, okay. That's what we got. And the old club, uh, the old playroom, which is quite a jot to get down there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we put four nice real luxury suites in there. That would be nice. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's what we want to do. We really want to upscale it where folks come in here, massages, sauna. Yeah, I I think that would be like a, a great addition, especially for those people in like our age range. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mid thirties yeah. to like a mid forties, who have that disposable income, mm-hmm. you know, and instead of going to like a caliente, that you know they may have to fly to or drive thirteen hours like we did, wow. you know, yeah. we could go three and a half hours, mm-hmm. and you know basically pay half the price. Yeah. yeah. And get pretty much the same experience. Get pampered. Yeah. yeah. And, that's, and uh, that yeah. was one reason we... That's her big thing. That's yeah. what she wanted. That's so. one reason we named it Pandora's Resort. We wanted it to be a true resort. Okay. And it be like a resort for anybody that came here. Um, of course, like I said, he was in contracting. I've been in the salon business my whole life. So oh, okay. I knew that end of the service. Yeah. So. yeah. It's definitely a good, yeah. a good selling point and as an yeah. addition to people coming here yeah. and is there any plans like way off in the future to expand or is this as big as we can go here plans way off in the future is to retire <laughs> I don't think we want it any bigger I don't um, know I may do it a little bit bigger not sure Yeah. but I'm not gonna like I told them this, this is not about money for us don't get me wrong we need money uh-huh. to run this show but that, that's not our driving force to doing this we just we love the lifestyle we're both very creative and uh, just what we want to do. Well, that's something that we all share in common yeah. because I pay money to do this podcast. <laughs> I, I don't make anything on this. No. Um, but wow. we do it because we love the lifestyle. You know. Yeah, and we advocate for it and all different aspects of it from, well, I mean, we do... We talk about the swinging and we talk about a couple other different things and a lot of it kind of interacts together overall in the lifestyle in itself. So, you know, there's the poly and then there's the BDSM. So we kind of do everything in one Mm -hmm. and we, you know, we even talk about sexual health. We had that just last episode. You know, another big thing as well that everyone goes through sexual health. So uh, we talked about testing, um, and yeah. we talked about the uh, testosterone therapies and we talked about yeah. um, uh, men's mental health and stuff like yep. that, you know, cause that's a big thing in this space that men kind of go overlooked mm-hmm. when it comes to their sexual and mental health True, because we're expected to perform, you know, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone thinks, or, you know, everyone knows this lifestyle is run by women. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> as men, all the queens, there's no doubt. <laughs> exactly. So as men, we almost feel like we have to just feel lucky that we get to participate. Mm-hmm. And to an extent, that is true. But uh, if you're not a man, you don't see, you know, the struggles that men go through in the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, about having a performance issues yeah. or you know the body image issues because like i'm not a an overweight guy you know i'm not a gym rat but i'm just an average guy but if we go to a big hotel party i kind of feel like shit sometimes because <laughs> everyone there is like hercules yeah you yeah. know and they have a 12 inch dick <laughs> it's kind yeah. of what we ran into oh. on the, the cruise we yes, went on. Yes, we did. Oh. They, they come walking down there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's so funny. So, I mean, for the average guy, that can be very intimidating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially when your wife is like, you know, got her jaw on the floor, chasing after all these guys that look nothing like you. You know, so. Definitely can take its toll. Oh, yeah. Nobody talks about how to handle that. That doesn't help your erection issues, that's for sure. No, exactly. (laughs) Because stress and anxiety, you know, is a major cause of ED. Mm -hmm. And that's what me as a podcast host and an advocate for the lifestyle, I want men to know that shit's normal. You're not alone. You know, I've had my issues where we're at a party and it just won't work no matter what I do. You know. I do hate that, but it's, it's something that's going to happen because we can't just be expected to perform on cue. Yeah. Unless you're a porn star. Yeah. I don't know how they and do it. I'm pretty sure well, they've got help too. <laughs> they got the well, floppers. Yeah. <laughs> well, in porn, they use Trimix, which is um, an injectable ED oh, medication really? yeah. and it's like instant. Yeah. As soon as you inject it, you just get an uh, erection and it'll last until you use the reversal. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Even what you see on the screen is a lie. Because <laughs> there's no way that they fuck for five straight hours. There's yeah. just no way. <laughs> you know, so as a man, I want to help other men in this space, you know, yeah. yes. understand that That's great. everything you're going through, everyone else has gone mm-hmm. through or will go through, you know. And for her, she likes to advocate, you know, consent and all that for the women yep. and and make sure that people know that you have a voice. It, but you it's don't like, have to feel, you know, guilty or feel like you're pressured addiction. into having to say yes because, you know, you felt bad or because you were kind of cornered and, you know, you don't know what to do. And just you have to stand your ground and no means no. Yep. So, like, that's the main reason for our podcast that's is yeah. to help advocate and educate people yeah. um, and to get the word out about cool places like this yeah. that Which we appreciate. Yeah. people can go to. Yeah. And, you know, like, we're really hoping that we can help you guys grow this and get this place packed every weekend because i mean we have people coming from from pennsylvania yep they're going to be coming down with us uh not not next weekend but the following weekend great and and we plan on having a lot more you know from our podcast listeners and Mm -hmm. stuff uh, throughout the summer to hopefully make it here as well yeah Um, we've got a couple of people that are in our group that are are fairly close by not as far as pennsylvania but there are a few but we've got surrounding areas that are close to here that'll be able to make it yep so we'd love to have we're always looking for good people Mm -hmm. friendly people i mean it's just uh it's it's the spirit of pandora that's what it is right here yeah it's last night it was you were at the party Mm -hmm. 
uh, it was just amazing how many people were in tears. Oh, yeah. Thanking us for opening it back up, and it was uh, the old Pandora's again, you know. Yeah. And uh, they uh, put us into the family. We're now the family members of the Pandora's. <laughs> well, this was home to a lot I guess we're the, so. yeah. the patriarchs and the monarchs of it. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. And everyone here definitely appreciates you guys doing this for them because uh, i think they felt very lost when it was if when it was closed they didn't i mean i mean everybody that left i mean they were crying they didn't know where they were going to go next they sold their campers yeah Yeah. everything yeah that's another thing that happened when we opened we we we're always kidding about i told them i needed a commission check because i think they sold nine rvs when we opened our doors (laughs) yeah where's my commission check uh, right Which is great that people have that kind of confidence to invest so. that kind of funds in, mm-hmm. yeah. in what we're doing. Oh, yeah. So we're not yeah. going to disappoint them. We love it. Yeah. And we love the lifestyle. Uh, the vanilla friends, just, they don't understand. They, they just don't. not. They're not. Nope. They want to make fun of us, and they just don't know what we've got. Well, for us, like, we've been in lifestyle eight and a half years now. Mm-hmm. And I, I can tell you from our experience, you won't find better friends than you will in the lifestyle. No. True. Like, I mean, we've got friends that, I mean, they basically, they will take their shirt right off their back. If you're not feeling good, they're dropping off all your goodies in a bag to make you feel better or your family feel better. And they're there for you when, you know, everything's falling apart and they're like, what can I do to help? And we don't get that from the vanilla friends. You like, can you get that from your kinfolk. No, yeah. you can't. Some of your family won't do that. Yeah. No. Yeah. So it really is, you know, an, an amazing community and to have people like you step in and create an environment for us means a lot to all of us here. Appreciate and I think much. we both, I mean, like today, we both felt like we we are glad we make people happy. To, I mean, they're yeah. all just so happy. And it's that's nice mm-hmm. to know that you can make people feel that way, you know, and give them something to feel that way. Well, so. y'all are doing a great job, and Thank we're you. really looking forward to the future. Yeah. Well, yeah, you have to be coming back a lot. Oh, we have it scheduled. <laughs> we plan on being here as often as possible. Great. Yeah. Maybe sometime you might want to do a live podcast with everybody yeah. here. I would love yeah. to do that. Yeah, we'll yeah. Just we'd see love to have you. Yeah. I'm confident a lot of people will come up and yeah. be glad to talk it's to you. It's interesting to hear their Probably story. You want to it is. That. Yeah. yeah. How, they started. how they kind of got into yeah, it and all the places amazing. they've been. It's good about asking, you know, how did you go? How, how my wife, who did this? Well, we will yeah. definitely have to plan that for one of these weekends. Oh, yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. yeah. Me too definitely good to hear the stories at any time you know you guys have stuff coming up you know you want us to advertise it Mm -hmm. on the show just let me know and we'll make sure that the word gets out our website went live yesterday yes it looks good looks good so is the booking function all set up and working yet or not yet we haven't integrated that yet Um, okay so people will still need to call and and do the reservations make the reservations um we haven't i'm fixing to get her how we were planning it is because a lot of people don't like to i know i don't like to wait i know a lot of people don't like to wait it's i've got all of our events planned till december so okay. she'll have all that on there so you can just scroll oh okay. that'd be awesome what, month, what when you want to come in what day weekend so and awesome. will that have like the themes with it too? Yes. Oh, oh yeah, that is the major thing things. I noticed. Everyone's like, "What's the theme? I need to prepare." But I told her I would get her that, and, yeah. and she'll get it on there, so you can just go to the calendar and see. Awesome. awesome. So, because well, yeah, we've had them call. <laughs> What's next? When? <laughs> well, we'll definitely do what we can to help promote, mm-hmm. and you. you know, yeah. um, we're going to do some video and stuff for you that we can put on social media and all that. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, help spread the word because we want more people to enjoy what we're enjoying right now. There you go. Yeah. Get away from the taboos and all this Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Come be free and, you know, be sexy and happy. You know, that's a smile on your face. Exactly. It just lets your freak flag fly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you can walk down the path to the pool with your dick swinging, you know, and your tits hanging out just with a smile on your face, there's nothing better than that. Yeah, I got to really be high stepping up my dick swinging. Well, maybe this weekend because it's a little chilly. You might have to do high knees to get that. Well, thank you very much, guys, for spending the time. And, uh, we will definitely be doing more of this in the future. Better. Looking yes. forward to it. Yes. All right. Thank this you very well. much. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So I hope that you guys enjoyed that segment with John and Gwen. They are super cool people. And uh, you need to get down here and meet them because they're super nice, down to earth, and they want everybody who comes here to have a great time and also feel like you are super safe while you are on their premises. Yes, that was the major thing that was stressed, was that everyone is going to be safe and they're not going to have to worry or anything. There's security here. Yep, no creepers. Nope. So make sure you get your asses down to Pandora's Resort at some point this summer. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a great thing. Yeah. So, all right, let's get into the King and BDSM segment and let's talk about this flogging scene that... I ended up doing. Yeah, I want to know more about this. So, you ended up having a demonstration with two ladies here, and it wasn't exactly like your normal. No. So, so should we define our normal, or do we think everyone knows what our normal is? I mean, I, I think most listeners that have been listening for a while, they know I'm a sadist. Mm-hmm. You know, I am a hardcore dominant when it comes to impact play and things that will hurt you. Yes. So the two women that I seemed with, one was Sybil, who you guys have heard on the show already. The other is the new smoking hot 50 something year old mm-hmm. that I met here at Pandora's. And they were having a discussion because we were in the playroom just checking it out. You know, we were watching some, some people fuck and, okay. you know, um, and one of the gentlemen that was in there with his wife or partner, he was flogging her. And we got to talking about that because they know I'm a dominant. And they were like, oh, I don't like when it hurts and this and that. So I was like, so you like it sensual, you know, like you want that erotic, you know, uh, feel good just make it super sexy and you know all that and they're like oh yeah 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 okay all right and i was like yeah i'm not your guy (laughs) (laughs) so you did you already were like turning it down like yeah Yeah. no i can't do that yeah i was um what did did they say they were like oh really oh they were like bummed that you weren't going to yeah so um we're gonna call her terry okay the the new 50 something year old Terry said well can't you just pretend to be sensual (laughs) is that even possible I said uh I can pretend but you may not perceive it as sensual (laughs) (laughs) and uh 
that that's when Juan was like, "Well, Sybil, get up on there and, on the cross and let him try." Okay, but and did she get up there or was she hesitant? No, she got up there, but at first she was fully clothed. Okay, and you know, I, I took one of the floggers that they had hanging here. Mm-hmm. Like they have some implements in the playroom. Oh, very nice. So it was a long, thin flogger. So okay. it's a stingy one. Okay. And, you know, I told her this is going to be stingy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what's that mean? Because <laughs> she's not experienced with flogging. Right. And I told her, you know, the heavier the flogger and the wider the strips, the thuddier it is, which mm-hmm. leaves bigger bruises. And mm-hmm. the thinner, it's very stingy, you know, kind of like a bee sting yeah. or like getting cut, you know, like a paper cut. Yeah. And she was like, okay, you know, just do just do it easy. Yeah. Aw. So, like, as I started... easy as Pedro can. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I started, you know, just doing some real easy stuff on her butt, like, over her jeans. and Gentle uh, strokes. Yeah, and then I would go up her back with it and stuff like that. And uh, then I gave her a couple good, like, whips on the ass with it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, my God, you know. <laughs> she oh. she kind of freaked out. <laughs> So then, uh, that lasts about 10 minutes. Okay. Then Terry started taking off her clothes and, uh, Juan took the flogger and started to like kind of flog her. He has no idea what he's doing. Aw. And he... He he says that. He's like, yeah. I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. I just want to play with this. <laughs> I just want to play with this. He's like, I, I see a toy. I want to play yeah. with it. So he starts to play around with her and stuff. And uh, he gets done. And she starts to come off the cross. And her husband, mm-hmm. we're going to call him Hollywood. Okay. Hollywood says, oh, babe, get back up there. Let Pedro do it. Oh. And she looks at me and she's like, do you think that you can do this without hurting me? No, like she's already like, oh shit. And I was like, I can't promise you. (laughs) Well, you're very honest. You know, I said, I will do my best to go easy. You know, I said, but my normal is not easy. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and and I'm not a central person. I'm, I'm not that type to make you want to be like oh my god this feels so good yeah no fuck me now please you know (laughs) nope that's not me so i start to to flog her you know i'm i'm like really getting into it but i'm i'm staying far enough away with the tips of the floggers so that it's just barely grazing her ass okay and i'm using two so i'm like windmilling and oh yeah this is why you're getting tired oh yeah like and every once in a while I'd give her like a smack with it Mm -hmm. and then I'd go back to like barely grazing her ass and then I'd run it up and down her legs okay, up and down her back up to her head which is giving her that nice soft sensation yes and then I'd go up her arms because she had her arms up on the cross okay so I'd run the tips up along her arms Mm -hmm. back down like kind of under her armpits down across her titties that does feel good all the way down her sides, you know, down her legs, and then come back up and kind of let it brush up against her clit. Okay. And then I'd go back 
to the, you know really swinging the floggers mm-hmm. and I did that on her for probably a good 45 minutes oh wow yeah and then um when I was done with her then Sybil got naked okay I was wondering when this when if she would ever get naked and then she asked me to do the same thing. Okay. And she's like, I think I want to try that. Now. Okay. So like she got to see it and that kind of like piqued her interest to be like, okay, now I need to like feel this happen to me. Yeah. So I did the same thing to her. Okay. Um, except because I have a relationship with her and she trusts me. Mm-hmm. Did you get more aggressive? Oh yeah. Oh, and I missed it. So instead of like one, like harder smack, uh-huh. I would give like three or four, like real quick, just whap, 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 whap. Ooh. And then she'd be like, oh my God, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> and I'd be like, are you okay? She's like, yeah, it just startled me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. It just startled me. I'm going to respond like it hurt, but it just startled me. It's okay. Keep going. Yeah. So I did that to her for about 15, 20 minutes. Okay. And then I went to go take a break and sit down. And Terry was sitting on the little bed thing with her husband mm-hmm. with Juan and Hollywood looks at me and he's like I think you need to take care of this oh and I was like okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh I don't know what to do you know and that's when I told her to get back up on the cross uh-huh. and I told her well I was trying to stick with the sensual thing. Right, because that's what she wanted. Yeah. So I got up, like, real close behind her, mm-hmm. put, like, m- my face in her hair. Ooh, okay. Up against her neck, you know, and I was, like, t- I was just uh, talking some shit. Like, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I was, like, you know, so did you like that? Oh. You know? How'd that feel whenever I was smacking your cute little ass, you know? And <clears throat> she was like getting all all like uh, breathy, uh-huh. and just I felt so good, you know. And I was like, okay, like she's ready for something. Yeah. So I took my right arm around her hips, mm-hmm. and my left hand I put on her shoulder, and I just kind of like bent her over, like I I, I pulled her waist back. Mm-hmm. And I pushed her shoulders down so that her ass was, like, sticking out. Okay. And then I, like, uh, kissed down her back, Mm -hmm. like, down to her butt cheeks. Then I smacked her ass a little bit, and I started to finger her with one finger. And she was really getting into it. And then I reached around with the other hand Mm -hmm. and started to do circles on her clit, you know, like with like three fingers. Okay. And she just started trembling like almost instantly. Oh, wow. And before I knew it, she was clenched down on my finger. Like I thought she was going to break it off because she started to like uh, buck her hips. Oh, wow. And, you know, almost dropped to the ground. Like I was holding her up with one finger in her vagina. No wonder you felt like your finger was going to break. Yeah. And, she lets out this like I, I can't even describe the sound. Was it a cute cum? It was 
a combination of cute and funny. Oh, okay. Because it was like, it sounded something like this. It was like, like, like this, like almost laugh. Well, I think where it is, it's where like you're coming, but you're also trying to get more air in. Yeah, it was, it was really cute. Oh, and like I said, I I love whenever like other people come because they come so much nicer than I do. I know. Cause you would have been like, Oh my God, this feels so fucking good. I know. It almost makes me like not want to come sometimes. Oh no. I love it. it. I love it. I'm so glad you do. Like I'm, I really, I really do envy the girls that have the cute orgasms. I mean, like sometimes it is cute. Like the real girly cutesy orgasms are, are cute, but like me being a sadist, like if I'm really fucking the shit out of you, like I want to hear you scream like a demon. Cause then it, it, it makes me feel like I'm doing a good job as a, as a sadist, you know, like I'm hurting you so good that you're like, you know, screaming in pain and pleasure. All right. Well, I'll try to keep that noted, but I do think it is nice when there are the very feminine sounding orgasms occur from something that you have created. I mean, it, it is nice sometimes, but I would take your orgasms over the cutesy ones like long term. Long term, yeah. I get that. Yeah. So. Well, that but, is awesome. Okay, so I do have to ask. Mm-hmm. Was she a squirter? Or? No, not in that instance. Oh, okay. But I also didn't keep going because I know some people don't like yeah, there, yeah, there's some that are like once they come, like you can't touch anymore, like you have to be done. Right, and I, I didn't want to ruin that sensual orgasm that she yes. achieved. Yeah, yeah. So I just kind of stopped, and as she was uh, coming down from her orgasm, mm-hmm. you know, I, I kind of like uh, pulled her into me, and I like kissed her neck a couple more times, and you know, I was like, I "Hope you enjoyed that." Oh, what'd she say? She was like, "Oh my god." Oh, is this when she had turned around and went, what the fuck did you just do? Well, well, that was right after she came. Oh, okay. But then as she was, like, coming down from her orgasm, Mm -hmm. I pulled her off the cross, you know, and kind of, like, into me. Yeah. And kind of held her up, you know, and was like, I hope you enjoyed that. And she was like, oh, my God, that feels so good. Oh. So, yeah. That's awesome. It was a good time, you know. And like I said in the swing segment, I wish I could have played more. Yeah. Like, because, like, I was hard at that point. Like, when she came and was, like, clenched around my finger. Yeah. I'm like, that would have felt great on my dick. <laughs> <laughs> but, like I said, I didn't have the energy to fuck her and Sybil. Yeah. Like, there's just no way. That would have been, like, a two-hour fuck session. Yeah, and I just didn't have it in me. No. That would, so, have, been a, that would have been asking a lot. <laughs> so I apologize, Terry and Sybil, if you listen to this. You know, it's not that I didn't want to. I just didn't want to disappoint. You so. are all about not wanting to disappoint, so yes, I'm sure they understand. Yeah, so uh, but that just means they're going to jump you the next time they see you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I'm okay with that. You know, as long as this ice maker stops making ice. I know. Right? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Apparently, it thinks it's low. <laughs> And then it makes noise that you can hear in the in the microphone. It's it's great. I'm so glad that the show is almost over. It is. <laughs> hey, we have to make do with what we've got, and we're on site recording, so yeah, which, it is what it is. This is actually going to happen a lot 
Yeah. This summer because we are going to basically be making this our home base. Yeah, because on Fridays when we get done work, we'll be heading right up here. Yep. So we'll either be recording once we get here or we'll be recording the next day. Yeah, and at some point we're even going to be doing live shows. So yeah, we'll have so audience members. Yeah, there's going to be lots of noise and we'll have new people on, which will, yep. I think will be amazing. And what's going to be really fun is when we start recording in the playroom, mm-hmm. when we do our fun segments. Oh, yes. The fun segments are going to be really fun. And if you are not subscribed to Fansly yeah. by then, then you are definitely going to be missing out. Oh, yes. I'm going to be having to bring my tote of Tink's t- uh, toy box with me. Yeah. And like, I... I I want to have vibrator races. Yeah. With all the chicks here. Like, we'll have to give out a prize. Whoever comes the fastest. Oh, yes. And then we'll have to see who can squirt the most, too. Yeah. And. That'll be the day where I don't drink any alcohol and just pure water. And we're going to see if the regulars here Mm -hmm. can tell whose dick is whose blindfolded. Oh, my God. Yes. (laughs) That would be awesome. That would be a kind of like a glory hole rendition. Yeah. I like it. We should totally do it. I think so, too. There's so much stuff that we can do up here now. It's going to be amazing. I can't freaking wait. It's going to be an amazing fucking summer. It really is. And this is just the start of it. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. And again, we apologize for any audio issues that we may have had this episode. <laughs> but I promise it will get better. <laughs> so... <laughs> Until next week, stay kinky and do what you got to do to get laid, as long as it's ethical. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And also, I hope everyone had a great Memorial Day weekend. Yes. I'm sorry I didn't mention that, but this is one of those those holidays that, you know, that kind of gets to me. I've lost a lot of friends that were in the military, and it's just not a good holiday for me no so but to those we have lost we thank you for your service and to your families that have to keep going without you so we will see everybody next week thank you for listening to another episode of the kitchen sink enm and kink podcast please make sure to check out the people who support us vj's hot spot the trendy pineapple and also Pandora's Resort. They are really awesome people and they love and support the lifestyle just the way we do. So please make sure that you go and check them out. And if you'd like to find us on social media, you can find us pretty much everywhere at K-S-E-N-M and Kink Podcast. That's all the major socials. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Clapper, And also now we are moving away from OnlyFans and you can find all of our video and picture content at fansly.com slash K-S-E-N-M and kink podcast.